Hello everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of the Pole Position Podcast. Yes, we've have finally had the first race of the 2020 F1 season and to be fair, what a race it was. Yes, we had a few sort of dull moments, but I would say even the dull moments of this first race of the season had something behind it, something to maybe something else could happen. So um, yeah, it was fantastic. Um, some of my predictions came off, some of mine didn't. Uh, we obviously had great um, races for, for McLaren, um, Ferrari was surprising in, in qualifying and then managed to, to get a result in the race. Uh, so we're going to go a few, um, a few things that have happened in the race um, that's happened today, um, I'm just recording this after the race has happened. So yeah, without further ado, let's get into it. So Valtteri Bottas wins the first race of the season. I said in my predictions um, a couple of days ago that Valtteri Bottas really had to win this race um, to, to sort of start his career um, start his career start his season off um, well um, which he has done um, I think um, I did say Lewis Hamilton would come in second um, that was the case and that was happening until the very last few laps of um, the 71 lap race um, you know having a bit of a spin um, causing a collision with, with Alex Albon then saw Hamilton um, have a five second um, time penalty so he then finished uh, the race in fourth um, I believe, I think it was fourth actually, I think Carlos Sainz wasn't close enough, um, so um, Lewis Hamilton finished in fourth place, and obviously that helps, um, if I look to the standards now for, for Valtteri Bottas, um, obviously he wins the race, so 25 points, didn't get fastest lap, that went to Lando Norris, um, trying to catch up to the pack, um, so you obviously had Valtteri Bottas winning 25 points for him, vitally important like I said to get the first win of the season, Charles Leclerc um, in second with 18, Lando Norris get, would have had 15 but because of the fastest lap gets 16 and Lewis Hamilton in fourth with 12 points, so already Valtteri Bottas has a decent number of points gap between his teammates um, which um, on a team perspective for Mercedes they would have obviously wanted a 1-2 um, but for personally for Valtteri Bottas, that's good news that you know he is already quite far away from his teammates. Um, so like I said, great news for Bottas. Only going to help in his confidence for the race at the same track next weekend. Um, hopefully, you know if Mercedes are still going to be on top. I don't see any, that many changes happening. Um, for next weekend's race, there won't be any upgrades, I don't think, because you know they're not travelling anywhere. So I doubt they're bringing many parts to the race. Um, we may hear some news midweek, but um, if it stays the same, I think Valtteri Bottas will go into next weekend's um, qualifying and obviously race on the Sunday with the same level of confidence. And you know we could see two wins in a row for Valtteri Bottas. And like I said, what um, you know, what, how important that will be, you know, going into the season when we don't know how many races there are yet. Um, Charles Leclerc, um, bit of a nightmare weekend really for Ferrari. I think they've sort of this might be that might be glossed over with the fact that Leclerc's finished in second place, but um, qualifying was absolutely poor. I mean, I didn't put them in there because they didn't look you know on the pace um, when I did my predictions the other day, but I thought they'd be higher up than they were. I mean, it was a very poor showing. I think seventh and eleventh. Um, with Sebastian Vettel in 11th place. Um, Vettel, again, had a bit of a spin um, with the person that's going to be replacing him next year, Carlos Sainz, when they were um, sort of um, fighting England runs the, the mid-table. Um, yeah, Vettel had a spin and that was sort of his race over. Did manage to claw back uh, a point to, to finish in 10th place, but um, yeah, not really what Sebastian Vettel wanted, wanted at all. Um, Leclerc, like I said, you know, managed to, to fight fight um, his way up to the top, and, and obviously with 
that uh, time penalty for, for Hamilton only helped him um, get that second place. So I suppose well done to Charles Leclerc for actually fighting on for, for, for the whole race. But yeah, damage limitations that for Ferrari. I mean, they've got second place, but they were nowhere near that in terms of actual pace. Um, and, and Lando Norris, what can I say? You know, finally McLaren are on the podium, and, and it's not just a podium that's sort of given to them after. And well, this is another penalty um, sort of given uh, podium. But they didn't have to wait uh, an hour and a bit to actually be given the podium and, ha and celebrate like that. They did actually get to celebrate uh, in that manner. So yeah, fantastic for, for Landon Norris putting a mega lap to make sure he got in uh, and, and, and was, was close enough to actually get that third place. Great fastest lap at the end. And uh, yeah, well deserved. It's, it's great to see McLaren actually on the podium alongside other teams as well. Zach Brown looked ecstatic, so did the whole team. and it's, Really fantastic to see. Jensen Button, who was doing the interviews as well, was, was really happy for Lando Norris. And uh, yeah, I think it was also good that Norris got it over Sainz because obviously Norris is going to be there next year. Uh, not to say that it wouldn't be great to have Sainz on the podium as well, but um, I think, you know, with McLaren moving forward, it's it was probably a good thing that Norris was the one that, that got the podium and, and not Sainz. But um, yeah, Hamilton finishes fourth, like I said, had a bit of an um, accident in the end with with Albon. I think it was fair because I think, you know, when you look at the replays, Albon was actually in front of Hamilton when the incident occurred, so... You know, I think Hamilton's just got to look at that and think, you know, yeah, okay, you know, it was my area. Yes, it was, I think, it, you know, it was sort of a uh, racing incident, but, you know, if anybody's going to take the blame, I think it has to be Hamilton in that situation. So, yeah, he finishes the, the race fourth, like I said, 12 points um, instead of what could have been 18. Um, he did have fastest lap at one point as well. So, yeah, I think, you know, you'll obviously think that he could have obviously got more, but same track, same... Um, for, for next weekend, so you know, let's see what he can deliver in terms of that. Um, like I said, Carl Sainz in fifth, so he has 10 points. Sergio Perez in eighth. Um, racing point, I feel like they should have been doing a lot better than, than what they actually um, finished the, the race in. Obviously, we're going to talk about all the DNFs, but um, yeah, Sergio Perez, he had a time penalty as well, of course, um, which obviously didn't help in, in, that, in that sense, but yeah, just I don't know. They just they didn't look as fast as we were thinking they were, and obviously Jamie Davis is a huge Sergio Perez fan and, and wants racing points to do well this season. So, a bit disappointing for him that he only managed uh, sixth. Pierre Gasly for Alfie Tauri um, in seventh. Esteban Ocon getting his first point since returning to the sport uh, in eighth, so he gets four points. Giovinazzi uh, in ninth, uh, who gets two points, and of course, like I said, Vettel um, in la in tenth but gets that one point. Nicholas Latifi did look a bit off the pace uh, this weekend, if you you know look into it, um, you know when there wasn't safety cars and they weren't sort of bunched back up again, you know he was 10 seconds off the leads, uh, 10 seconds off the uh, the next back marker, so yeah, I think he does need to pick himself up, and obviously the same track, like I keep saying, for, for next week, is only gonna help, surely, and is boosting his confidence in that car. Um, but um, Latifi in 11th, close to getting his first points of his career in his first F1 race, was the last running uh, car. Now, you know, I've got to go through them all here, but unbelievable that, that only 11 drivers finished the first race. I mean, I know we ha normally have reliability issues, but absolutely crazy.
So yeah, so I'm going to go through obviously the, the running orders in terms of who who um, sort of DNF'd first. But um, Max Verstappen, lap 11, only managed 11 laps at the home circuit for Red Bull. Really disappointing. Um, you could see it was sort of um, jolting. It was in, kept going into anti-stall. I don't know whether it was because they were changing settings while um, the racing was going on. We're not sure actually what's happened yet. We're only going to find that out probably after an investigation from Red Bull. But really disappointing for them. Daniel Ricciardo as well only managed 17 laps. Um, ex Red Bull driver, you know, driving for Renault, and with McLaren's drivers both um, finishing the race, it's only going to annoy him that he's still in that Renault car for this year. Um, Lance Stroll, like I said, racing point, you know, really should have been doing better um, this weekend. Another issue, um, Lance Stroll doing 20 laps. Kevin Magnussen, uh, 24. Roman Grosjean on 49. Sort of, they looked like they had the same issue for Haas. It, you know, it looked like braking. Um, was was an issue. They've had problems with their brakes over the last few years, and I'm pretty sure Gunter Stein is not going to be happy with with what's happened in there. So yeah, both Hasses, um, you know, didn't finish the race. George Russell looked like a gearbox issue. Um, really disappointing because George Russell, with, with everything that was going on with terms of DNFs, you know, George Russell had himself um, up in the order and he was close to the points as well. So unlucky for Russell. Kimi Raikkonen was probably the um, most um, amazing, spectacular DNF um, with his wheel suddenly coming off on sort of the final few turns, nine, uh, turn nine and turn ten. Um, unbelievable, just fell off. You can see from Sebastian Vettel's um, you know, sort of camera on board. It just sort of flew off, and and yeah, it was lucky that obviously there weren't crowds about and everything because it did fling off and it could have gone anywhere. I mean, luckily it still stayed in the circuit um, fencing, but yeah, unbelievable. And obviously, you know, free safety cars, um, you know, appeared in the race. So um, yeah, the amount of DNF is unbelievable. So yeah, Kimi Raikkonen managed 53. Albon had that incident with with Hamilton, um, but I think a couple of laps later he retired on on 67. Um, like I said, 71 lap race, so he's a few races off finishing. We it might be the same issue that Verstappen had. We're not sure, or it might have been you know with the coming together that, that, that happened with Hamilton. But again, unlucky for Albon. It does seem to be Hamilton that sort of causes him this issues because he was fighting for a podium as well. So really unlucky for for Albon. But both Red Bulls not finishing in the home race for them. So very disappointing for them and the team. And then uh, Daniel Kafiat uh, for AlphaTauri. Um, was literally just a, a sort of tire um, you know, explosion that just sort of happened on the uh, before going into turn one on on lap 67. So uh, yeah, that was another sort of spectacular one. I think Kimmy's beats it though, to be honest. Um, but yeah, that many that many drivers didn't finish the race today. You know, whether it is obviously still the first race of the season, although we're in July, you know, when we're in Australia and Bahrain, there are issues and there are little niggles and reliability issues and. Obviously, with us being in July, you sort of think, oh, well, that must have, you know, we're in July now, these niggles won't happen, but this is still the first race of the season, so this is going to happen, but it's been a long while since we've had that many people um, not finish a race. Um, so, uh, yeah, only 11 cars finishing, but, um, yeah, you know, sort of just to... Just to wrap up the race, you know, it was a really good race. I think if, if I rate it, I think it would, well, I would say seven or eight out of ten. You know, it was that enjoyable. Um, Seventy-one laps. You always, I know it's a short circuit, but you think, you know, that many laps, it's really going to take a lot to sort of be good for that whole length of time. But um, it really was, it was enjoyable, and obviously seeing the person that I thought should win and I want obviously want to win in Valtteri Bottas winning was ultimately important as well I think he did well in the, the safety car restarts and uh, really 
controlled the race. I mean, at the start, he was almost seven, eight seconds away from Verstappen, and, and even when Hamilton was catching, he was still four to five seconds ahead. So, uh, really controlled the race, looked comfortable, looked in the zone, and obviously that's only going to help for him being at the same track next weekend. Um, so, yeah, that's just my um, quick um, Austrian Grand Prix uh, review. Um, I'll obviously be doing some uh, news that's going to happen um, this, you know, this week. Any news that happens around the paddock, um, you know, any more news maybe from the aftermath of this race, because I'm only doing it a few hours um, after the race has finished. If there's any more news, then I might bring up that midweek. Um, and then obviously we've got a preview for the second Austrian Grand Prix um, of, of the year. So um, yeah, thank you very much for watching. Let me know your thoughts on the first race of the season. Um, did Bottas deserve to win it? Did uh, Hamilton deserve to get that penalty? Please let me know in the comment sections below. And like I said, I will see you midweek for another video on the Pole Position Podcast YouTube channel. Thank you very much for watching. See you soon.